Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to attend the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to attend the Channelized Bing Bingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Following On. After four days of compelling Test Match cricket, the equations are simple. England need to take nine wickets to win the first Test Match against India in Chennai, or India need to score 381 more runs. I'm Mark Nicholas, and over the next 20 minutes or so, I'll be joined by the former England bowlers Darren Goff and Gareth Batty, as well as our very own Jared Kimber, to review the day's action. We will, of course, debate whether England should have declared... And we will look ahead to the task tomorrow and we'll be joined by John Lewis, the England bowling coach, uh, almost immediately, actually. So do not go away. We have plenty to discuss here on Following On. John, Mark Nicholas here. Can you hear me? Yeah, clear and clear, Mark. How are you? Yeah, very good, very good. Um, you're looking fit and strong and as if you're enjoying the task of being behind England's performances with the ball. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a lovely experience so far. We're obviously two from two in Sri Lanka and um, we're in a strong position here. So, yes. um, yeah, the boys are working really hard. So I'm, I'm really, really pleased how things are going. And so different from bowling in England, both for, for seam and for spin. Yeah, totally. You know, um, obviously... Cricket worldwide is condition dependent and, you know, you have to adjust your skills to match to the conditions. And um, I think we've done in this game and in Sri Lanka, we've done really well to, to match the locals and, and, and better them, really. Yeah. Could, could I just want to clear something up before we go on to, to more detail? Um, there's no injury issues with either Joffre or Jimmy? No, nothing at all. Boys no, are fighting no, fit. No, Some, one there was a suggestion that Joe was reluctant to declare earlier than necessary because um, Joffrey came out with a lot of strapping on his on his right arm and we were concerned for him. But that's good. That's cleared that up. Um, in general, uh, it's, it's, it's still a pitch, I think, that marginally favours batsmen. Is that fair? Um, I think there's... Um, I think the Indians showed in the, in the second innings there was a little bit of variable bounce for the fast bowlers and the ball is starting to turn a little bit more. But I think... 
I think it's probably even, even Stevens and uh, there's a fast outfield here and obviously India have got some good players. So I think they'll have to black very well to win the game. Um, but I think if we do our basics really well, then you know, we've got a very good chance of uh, putting, a, putting a win on the board. Yes, I mean, it must be a, a buoyant dressing room because you've had four days of outstanding cricket. Um, what's really impressive about this group, Mark, is how calm they are. So, yeah, they're, they're quietly confident, but not, uh, not boisterous. You know, I mean, I've been in lots of dressing rooms where you get into this position and everyone thinks the game's done and dusted. But um, um, they're very aware that the Indians are a strong side and they've, they've got to do their basics really well tomorrow. Uh, the, the only question mark that I've heard about England's cricket over the four days is, is whether they, the guys could have pushed on a little for a declaration uh, late this afternoon. Was there any talk of that or is Joe a man who keeps his cards close to his chest? Well, Chris and, Chris and Joe are obviously in constant communication about that and obviously putting that out to the guys in the middle. Um, I think we felt that with the strength of their batting and and the, the pace of the game that could they could take the, the game away from us a little bit. So there was a little bit of caution there. But, you know, I think we, we've got a, enough runs on the board to make sure that we're really competitive tomorrow. Yeah, definitely enough runs on the board. I, I, it'll just be an issue of time and therefore, <coughs> excuse me, very dependent on the attack that you've been working with. Um, tell us about the two spinners because, because obviously they hold the key. Yeah, for sure. No, they'll bowl the majority of the overs. Um, but, uh, and we'll just, again, if they do their basics really, really well, you know, they hold their lines and their lengths and be really patient and, and wait for the Indians to come to us, I think we'll, um, we'll, we'll create enough chances. And the fast bowlers as well, Mark, I think have, have got a job to do. Like I said, you saw with the Indians today yeah. with their bit of reverse swing yes. and there's a little bit of variable bounce, especially from... Uh, the uh, pavilion end here in Chennai, I think there's a bit of variable bounce yeah. there where some, some balls are going through the top a little bit. So, you know, I think there'll, there'll be enough in the wicket for all the bowlers to create enough chances to win. A, a final question on Jack Leach, who's a much admired and I think we can now say beloved Englishman um, after his performances during the last couple of years. Um, he took a pounding yesterday from Rishabh Pant. And how do you deal with that as the bowling coach? Do you chat with him about it? Well, um, yeah, definitely. Uh, I think I think you have to understand as a cricketer that sometimes the days day you go out to play cricket and things don't happen the way you expect them to happen. And someone may well get on top of you, but Jack did a, a job for the team. He was asked to be, to bowl in a, a certain way to to try and get Rishab out and throw the ball wide into the rough. And Rishab took his chance. And and yesterday is he, um, no, that came off for him. But the percentages I thought I felt were very much in Jack's favour for the way he bowled and. You know, I think if Jack sticks to his task tomorrow, then hopefully we'll see a different result. Could you just instruct him to find a few more of those deliveries that got rid of Rohit Sharma, please? <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a beauty, wasn't it? <laughs> so, yeah, no, so it was a uh, perfect, perfect left-arm spin delivery, yeah, awesome. delivery, mate. So, yeah, no, so it's really good to see him get that first wicket, you know, because obviously he would have felt that, felt that yesterday against, against Rishabh, but he, he'll come back strong, I'm, I'm sure of it. Great, lovely to chat. Thank you very much for your time. We wish you well tomorrow. Pleasure, Mark. Thanks, mate. Okay, John. Right, Gareth Batty and uh, Darren Goff are with me. We'll come to Gareth first because we've just been talking about the spinners. Uh, uh, John is a, a thoughtful, interesting guy. Very good, uh, fast, medium swing bowler in his day for Gloucestershire and, and, and well thought of uh, around the country. What can he do overnight? I mean, really, what can a, a bowling coach do? Just encourage? 
Yeah, it can pick up on uh, on how the pitch has deteriorated. Maybe the different angles the ball starts to go. If uh, if the ball is getting slower off the surface or bouncing more, you can give a bit of tactical insight of something how a batsman plays to a, a certain type of delivery or a certain angle that's bowled at them. Um, it's all little tiny one percenters finishing. Ultimately, it's down to the guys on the field. But uh, he will be there as a very good confidant and a man that they can sort of uh, bounce ideas off. Goffey, you've spent time with the team, working uh, with the bowlers, and and I know you were very impressed, actually, with not just with their skills, but with their attitudes. Mm. Um, what would you say to them overnight? Because you you have to be careful about pinpointing too much that then might heap heap pressure on them. I think what I'd be saying um, if I was out there with the team now is, but don't rely on just the spinners winning this, this test match. The seam, as you've seen from uh, India, can play a part. I think Bumrah and Ishan Sharma, uh, when they bowled today, bowled a certain way with attacking fields. It might not look like attacking fields, Mark, when you've got three men catching in on the leg side in positions you're not normally seeing. When people think of attacking bowling, they're looking at a two slips in place or three slips in place, a short leg, uh, a gully. You don't need to do that in these conditions. You hit that back of a length, hard as you possibly can, the slant and reverse swing into the right-hander, you have three catches on the leg side, can come into play. So all I would say to them, do not rely on the spinners when it is this test match. We've got, you are all in the team to take wickets. Don't rely on Jack Leach and Don Bess. Okay, so you, you, you don't, for example, say, okay, Shubman Gill is playing you off the back foot, get it fuller or do you get to that kind of detail well to be fair I think most of the players if I were them and I was playing against spin on this pitch I'd be looking to play most of it off the back foot wouldn't you I think that would be the common sense thing to do I think when we've seen something happen we haven't seen many go low have we what we've seen when the odd one goes through it's been the bounce and if you are lunging forward at them and coming really off the front foot that's where you're more likely to get the inside edge. That's where you're most likely to get one off the glove that goes to the closing fielders. What do you think, Bats? Yeah, I, I think um, if he's hanging back to the seamers, if it's if it's a, oh, can you get it fuller? I think you still have to stick to your strongest ball and it's very hard to change your length drastically. You can go the front edge of that A4 piece of paper that you want to bowl it in, but you don't want to be going too much further than that because you lose your natural attribute. Uh, so, yes, you can be a fraction further, full, but also it's still a good pitch in the middle parts of the pitch. So you don't yeah, want to get too carried away. I agree with that. I think it is, you see. I'm going to talk about a 15-wicket day. I mean, that's what an incredible day is test match cricket without hyping it up too much it's just a fact we've had 15 wickets masses of runs India were batting this morning they're batting again this evening and yet England who were bowled out are in full control of the match I mean it's a remarkable um, circle that this game has taken today and and mainly in England's favour which is very exciting we see test match after test match that entertains us, and that's partly because of the attitude of the modern player. Partly, I think, because the pitches are offering plenty to the bowler, so there's a nice balance between bat and ball. I make it, a, you know, at the moment it might be 50-50. It, it, it's been at absolute worst, probably 70-30 in favour of batsmen, but there's always been 30% there for the bowler in this game, as there was in Sri Lanka. And, of course, there's a lot of very good players around. So, you know, you get your Brutes and your Stokes and your Andersons and your <laughs> Coleys and your Ashwins and all these people they're, they're some of the best cricketers ever I think I think the pitch Mark you've got it spot on it's, it's, 
winning the toss and batting first was always going to be uh, the key here. And I think as the game's gone on, the bowlers have come more and more into it. I think as a seamer, you're more in the game now than you've ever been. Like I said, the odd one hopefully could keep low. You keep hitting that back of a length. We've seen it with the new ball. The odd one jumped off through the top. Uh, the spinners are definitely have come more and more into the game. We've seen it reverse more because the pitch is drier. The outfield's got drier. We have the big square they've got there. So it's definitely an England favour. And the reason there's so many wickets today, there's lots of different factors, is but it was the lower order of India for a start. And I thought England finished them... Um, off well and then when England were batting because they were so far ahead they played with real intent to try and set the game up and declare as quick as they possibly can surprises how late they went on but that's the reason some wickets have fell England would have been wanting another wicket tonight I think if we're going to be really honest but it's still um, the results tomorrow for me are either a draw or an England win there's no chance of India winning if they win that I'd be absolutely blown away you still see some of the shots being played. There's some exquisite shots. There is still enough for the batters to feel relatively comfortable. Quick outfield. I, I, I think it's in the bag for England. I really do. But mm. uh, some of the Indian batters, some of the shots we saw, they were, they were 29 after six overs in reply to, you know, that 400 and plenty deficit. <laughs> I mean, and without playing a shot in anger, it wasn't, you know, free-flowing. They just play beautiful cricket shots. It's, it's been a, an incredible day. You think England have got it in the bag? I like to hear that. So, you, for you, it's an England win with an hour to spare, is it? Um, oh, no, I don't, I don't think it's uh, an hour to spare. I think, I think it will ebb and flow throughout the day because of the skill sets of the Indian batters. I, think, I don't think England will have it all their own way. England will win for me, definitely. I don't think India can win. <laughs> But I think it'll go if, into if, the last session. If we had uh, Mattia Mulutherin in our side and Shane Warne, it's in the back, right? But we've got Jack Leach and Don Bess. I think they've, they've been workmanlike. They've done well. But let's be honest, they're not in the league of an Ashwin. They're not in the league of a Warren or a Mulitharin. But they've got wickets of late, both of them, in Sri Lanka. Don Best picked up wickets in the first innings. And going into the second innings, I think he actually bowled beautifully uh, tonight, Jack Leach. And that's a big positive for England going into tomorrow. He actually bowled well tonight. So who... If, go on, go on. Go young, on sorry. young men at the end of this series, they could be up in those sort of lights. They could actually could set be. their, they could no, set their right. careers alight uh, in I this was, series. I was going to ask you, yeah. if you had to bat the day to save the game, would you rather face Ashwin or Leach? You see, I think Leach is a threat tomorrow. Well, if I'm a right-hander... Yeah. Um, if you're a right-hander. If I'm a right-hander, I'd... Well, I don't know, because Ashwin can beat you both sides. He can. He beats you both he sides. Can, and he but bowls he's more, getting a lot he, of overspin, he bowls, isn't he? Yeah, but he bowls more balls in the right areas. You've just seen today, I know England were being, being positive against him, but he picked up six wickets today. Okay. He I picked up just, six. Okay, just thought I'd ask you. I'm going Leach. <laughs> <You see? laughs> have you applied for the bowling you're, you're, still, you're still in the bubble of being a player which is a nice place to be as a commentator actually because you're 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 empathetic with with players and I, I think that's a nice place to comment on the game from it certainly stops any cynicism jared what's your feeling about tomorrow give us your prediction well it's interesting isn't it what is it 16 wickets over the first three days and then 15 wickets today as you were saying but a lot of those as Goffey said were tail wickets and guys trying to to go on the what the, there's a couple of wickets though, or a couple of balls when Ashwin started spinning the ball back over leg stump, middle and leg stump from outside our stump and then Leach's wicket at the end. Once it starts to do stuff off the flat, 
and it's not coming out of the footmarks or anything like that, that's when I think England are in the game. If that only happens once every five or six overs and they don't spin the ball as savagely um, towards the stumps or from the stumps, I think that India can draw this quite easily. But if that keeps happening, it's going to keep England in the game all day. Pajara is the key in many different ways because he can nullify the spin because he'll be halfway down the wicket half the time. One brings two, two brings three. Do you think think England should have got on with it this afternoon and been able to declare a little earlier than they were bowled out? Well, I I was quite confused, actually. It almost looks to me that they changed their mind because the way Ollie Pope came about started reverse sweeping three in a row. And then he actually it got It was out. like they were having a dart there yeah, and then for the, the declaration, wasn't spot it? Spot on. And, and then, then suddenly, Butler came to the crease with um, Don Bess and he came running down the wicket straight away and then started padding up and Josh Butler didn't play again his natural game. So I was quite confused how it ended. It's almost like they had second thoughts. But we'll only question them if tomorrow, India are seven down at the end of play and it's a draw. Then we can ask all the questions and why didn't he declare in the first innings and why didn't he uh, declare earlier in the second innings. But until tomorrow, and with bats, I think it's England's game. Okay, fascinating. Thank you, guys. I reckon it's even money, England and the draw. I, I, I think they're both about the same. I think India have it in them to hang on in there because I don't think there are as many demons in the pitch as you might have expected on the last day here in Chennai. But I, I'll, I'll be surprised if England don't win, but I don't think it's much better than even money. I can't see India making a further 381. But look, I mean, we live in an age where cricket surprises us perhaps more than it, it ever did. So um, in the age of entertainment, don't back against anything is my view thank you to Jared to uh, Gareth and to uh, Goffey an absolute pleasure to listen to you to John Lewis as well who spoke intelligently about uh, England this is following on as we just briefly look back look what Sundar does a great way to go to 50 which is warmly applauded by his teammates all oh, that's popped up into the air and it's caught by Josh Butler well played Jack Leach that's out caught at slip lovely turns and bounces excellent cricket from Jack Leach Ben Stokes makes catching at slip look well very easy Anderson goes in Ishan has flipped this up in the air and will be caught by Ollie Pope at short leg two slips and a leg slip in place it's edged oh, oh what a catch Ben Stokes what a catch! India have been bowled out for less than the follow-on target, 337. Well, we're about to get underway, and the first over is bowled by R. Ashwin, and he's taken a wicket, he's spun it past Rory Burns onto the outside edge, and it's caught by Pujara at slip. This is the classic, isn't it? This is the oohs and ahs. This is the vultures round the back wanting to feast on your carcass. I'm not surprised. I'm very, very pleased and happy the way the England batsmen have gone about their job. And as soon as Steve Harmison says that, Sibley comes forward inside edge and he's caught at leg slip. Well, before I let Gareth Batty come in here, I'm just going to go outside and put my size 12 straight into my mouth. Here comes Ishan. Big in swinger, LBW. Up goes the finger. That looked absolutely plum. Our Ashwin continues and what a reverse sweep from Joe Root. He's hit it beautifully. And Stokes drives that really hard down the ground. It goes in the air over mid-on, really like it's come out of a gun. Oh, bold, yes, yep, beautiful off-spinning. 
terrific stuff from India here, trying desperately to stay in this game. And that one is trapped in front. Uh, up goes to finger. LBW was the appeal, and Joe Root's been given. Down the wicket goes oh, Josh oh. Butler, and he's smashed it straight back over the bowler's head, and he's cleared the boundary by 10 metres. That was mad. He does it again. Oh, now he's hit it way in front of square. An incredible shot, really. He goes again, same shot, and he's out now. Caught mid-wicket. Oh, he's chipped that one straight back to the bowler. Ashwin has taken his sixth wicket. Jimmy Anderson's gone second ball. And England have been bowled out for 178, which means India will require 420 to win the first Test match. Shubman Gill back in his crease. Oh, he times the cover off of this one. What a shot that is. I'd love to know whose bat that is, because that looks a very, very fine piece of willow, the way he's played those. Well, it'll be his. He's just took his stickers off, Marker. Silly point, slip in place. Yeah. And he's bowled him! Absolute beauty by Jack Leach. And England have the first of the 10 wickets that they need to win this test match. Brilliant, Jack Leach. 381, gentlemen, is the number that India will be uh, focusing on. England need nine wickets uh, to win this test match to go 1-0 up in the first game. On DAB Plus, online, on your smart speaker, and via the TalkSport app. That's what the crowd wants to see. Exclusive ball-by-ball commentary of the first test match live from Chennai. Only on TalkSport 2. Now hold that please, level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi, nice to meet you. Hi, now the most important thing to know is to Ertz and the Bypassal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what, sorry? The single most important thing is to Ertz and the Channelized Bimbingus at the Bypassal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how.